Shemsa Aydin's husband was killed by five young Muslims in Turkey, men who said they were defending their religion. And when those murderers were released from prison, Shemsa could have responded in anger over this injustice, or she could have been filled with fear. Instead, Shemsa focused on what God was doing in this story, a story that isn't over yet. Doesn't matter if they are in the jail or not. The matter only if they come to Christ. And the revenge is in mercy, not in justice. That's why I'm praying for the mercy of God. Poor Holy Spirit on them. Jesus never promised his followers an easy path. In fact, he told his disciples that the world would hate them. He sent them out as sheep among wolves. Jesus' words came true in the life of the apostles, and they're still coming true today in the lives of his followers around the world. Join host Todd Nettleton as we hear their inspiring stories and learn how we can help, right now on The Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network. Welcome to this week's episode of The Voice of the Martyrs Radio. My name is Todd Nettleton, and uh, we're doing something a little different this week. Uh, we are recording this episode at our Voice of the Martyrs Advance Conference in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, so you can't see us on the radio, but there's about 600 people here that are watching this interview and going to be blessed by it as we meet our guest. If you want to go to a Voice of the Martyrs Advance Conference, go to vomevents.com. You can find a conference near you, you can register, it's free. I promise if you come and spend a Saturday, you will be blessed, your faith will be challenged, uh, and you'll be encouraged by the end of the day. So for those of you who are here this morning, I promise you, if it hasn't happened already, that's what's gonna happen between now and four o'clock this afternoon. We're recording at the conference and I wanna share who my guest is because she is a blessing to me, an incredible person. April 18th, 2007, three men were killed in the offices of a Christian publishing house in Turkey. Tilman Geski was a German gospel worker living in Turkey and serving there. Najati Aydin was a Turkish national and a church planter working in the city of Malatya. And Ur Yuxel was a, a young Christian believer uh, working alongside Najati. They were killed by five young men who had come to the church posing as seekers. They had said, oh yeah, we're really interested to know more about Jesus. Uh, we'd, like to, we'd like to come to your office and meet up with you. Maybe you could tell us more. And so they arranged that appointment to go, but when they came, they had ropes, they had knives, and by the time they were done, all three of those men had been killed. Between those three men, they left behind two widows and a fiance. They left behind a total of five children, now without fathers. But those two widows did an amazing thing, and one of them is here with us today. They forgave the men who killed their husbands. Not months later or years later, the next day on national television in Turkey, they said, we forgive the men who killed our husbands. One of them echoed, literally echoed the words of Christ on the cross, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. We are incredibly blessed and privileged 
to have with us today on Voice of the Martyrs Radio, Shemsa Aydin. She is the widow of Najati uh, and a great servant of Christ. Shemsa, welcome. It's great to have you with us. Thank you. Let's talk a little bit about Najati because I think it's easy in our mind to say, oh, he was a hero and he was a hero, but you also knew him as your husband and your friend and somebody you laughed with and had fun with. Tell us a little bit about how he was as a person. I want to tell before he became Christian how he was. He was a radical Muslim young man and uh, he was not um, easy person it was. Even his looks was really hard man, tough man. And I met him in the, uh, at the bus, in the public bus, and he was radical Muslim, and I was radical Christian too, and still, praise God. <laughs> <laughs> and he started to talk with me about uh, what I'm reading from the Bible, and he asked me if I am missionary, and of course the opportunity to tell about Christ to him, and I was so happy for that. And I started to talk with him, and I asked him if he read the Bible, and he said no, and even he tried to not get it from me. But after a while, he get the Bible to read it. Because uh, he, he didn't want to read the Bible because he had wrong idea about the Bible, as traditional wrong in the Islamic country. And I encourage him if he have any question to meet with me. And I start to answer his question. And of course the truth start to light his life. And he lay his burden uh, front to Christ because he understand the salvation only come by grace of God. And he understand the religion only burden to his soul. And after that, he changed really uh, very fast and very much, and he became a more gentle man, and he became a joyful person. And he started to share his faith with his people too, because he was have compassion for them, because he know how they are lost as he was. And he was a very brave man, and uh, it was really, uh, privilege to live with him because I never felt bored or I never felt <laughs> alone because he was my best friend and he was good friend for the people who is lonely and he was brother, good brother for the people who lost too. I want to ask about the morning that he was killed. Uh, he had arranged to meet up with these guys but he didn't completely trust them. Uh, he kind of thought, you know, something is not right about these guys. I'm not 100% sure that they are really interested in Christ. So why did he go to that meeting? Because I know you, you asked him about that. Well, well, if they're not genuine, why go meet with them? Why did he go ahead and go? He was discipling his um, murderer for three months and before he died, before he killed, we were talking together with him, and uh, he said to me, I know their heart, they are as like Judas, and I'm not trusting them, but I don't want to run away from them because Jesus, he not reject his Judas, and uh, just I will, I will be careful to not stay alone with them, but he continued love them, and he never reject them, and at that day, he go to 
his job, and he was not waiting to have them, but they just come for a cup of, of tea to spend time with my husband. But they come with uh, their knife and robe and the gun, and they act, um, they searching for the truth. And at that day, they asked my husband if he liked to meet another three men to uh, teach them about the gospel. And my husband accept them with their friend. And they come to office, and uh, after a while, they start to torture him, and they, they hit him on the wall, and he fell on the floor. Uh, he was fainting, and they tried to kill him with the rope, and after a while, they cut his throat, and they killed him. But Nijati, he was, as I told you, he was loving his people, and even they are dangerous for him. Of course, he know, because his background, uh, it was Islam, and he know their heart, and he know their hatred, and uh, he was knowing they are threat for him. But he went anyway. He did not run away he, from them. I love what you said. He thought they might have a Judas heart, but Jesus didn't turn his back on Judas either. Yeah. Uh, and so the willingness to go that. Shemsa, one of the amazing things about your story is, is the ability to forgive. Uh, I think all of us who are here, and I think all of us who are listening, uh, are just like, how could you possibly do that? Can you talk a little bit about that, how God enabled you to be able to forgive the people who took your husband from you? When uh, I heard about that attack, uh, I was not ready to lose my husband. I was not uh, planning to uh, lay down my life for Christ. I was a weak person and an uh, ordinary person. And I never practiced to face with that, but uh, only God's grace, he covered us after we heard uh, that attack, and immediately he gave us the forgiveness spirit as he was here on the cross, and I never prayed to forgive them. I never struggled with it for nine years now, and I never worked on it to forgive them, or the, that forgiveness never left us even one second. And we forgive them because the gift from heaven, and when uh, this kind of uh, loss and attack happen, you cannot uh, do it by yourself, but only God can give you the Holy Spirit and the forgiveness from his uh, power. And that's why we forgive them. And I want to share something with our listeners. One of the, one of the things that was written in the Turkish press after uh, these two ladies, Susanna and Shemsa, were on television, they offered forgiveness to the men who had killed their husbands. Uh, first, I want you to understand, in a Muslim culture, that is absolutely mind-blowing. Uh, because in a Muslim cult, it's a vengeance culture. If, if you hit me, well, then I'm going to hit you back harder. If you kill one of my children, well, then I'm going to kill two of yours. So for these two ladies on national TV to say, we forgive the people who killed our husbands, that just was earth shattering in that culture. A Turkish journalist who was a Muslim said those two ladies with that act of forgiveness did more for Christianity in Turkey than a thousand missionaries could have done in a thousand years. 
That's what God does with forgiveness. That's what God does when we're able to let go and forgive. And I love that you shared, he just gave you that forgiveness. It wasn't something you had to work for or wrestle with or, or beg him for. He just blessed you with that. We're talking today on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Shemsa Aydin. Her husband was martyred for Christ in the nation of Turkey. Uh, Shemsa, before he passed away, Najati wrote a letter to his family. His family was Muslims. They had not turned to Christ. And he wrote a letter to them. Can you talk a little bit about what was in that letter and, and why he wrote it? Najati, after he became Christian, his family rejected him because um, it's shameful to left Islam and come to Christ. And they were praying for he can die and bury, they want to bury their shame. And always they were bothering him uh, by the phone to curse and uh, to discourage him uh, and bring him to uh, Islam. To destroy their uh, doubt about his faith, he wrote this letter and he said, uh, I belong to Jesus and nothing else can separate me from him and your child is safe and you should rejoice. And who not follow Jesus, they deserve to go to hell. And I'm not um, separ separate myself from you, but I want to give you time, he said to them, to uh, replace peace in your heart. And then we can see each other. And I'm praying for you and during that separation because your hatred May uh, my God, uh, Jesus, show you the truth in him. He wrote that for to gain their soul too, to witness to them, but to tell them he decided to follow Jesus just by his free will. And I'm sure his family wasn't very happy with you since you were the Christian who, uh, who shared the gospel with him. Was that a, a very hard relationship? Yeah, they hate me because uh, I led him to Jesus and they thought um, I tempted him. We are praying for them on, and for the murderer with my children and we love them still. Uh, I don't care if they not. <laughs> and I heard uh, his brother, he took uh, the DVD about Nejati because uh, my husband, he played Jesus' life in the theater, in the church theater. and. His brother, he took this uh, DVD to watch it, and I'm praying for God may touch his heart and bring him to his kingdom. Now, Najati was in that play just a few months before he was killed, or was it the year before? Years. The year okay. Years before. And Najati played Jesus in an Easter play uh, several years, a year or two years before he was killed. Yeah. Uh, so. That's the, the DVD that she's talking about now. His brother is watching that DVD of the story of Easter, the story of Christ. So I wanna encourage you who are here with us today in Wichita and you that are listening on the radio, let's pray for Najati's family. Will, will you join? Will you really go to war for them in the spiritual realm? That a part of his legacy as someone who gave his very life for Christ can be that his family will be reached with the gospel, that, that his brother and his parents and others will be in heaven with him. W will you pray for that? Can, can I see hands of people who will pray for that? Okay, thank you. 
Let's talk uh, about another letter. And, and another thing about this story, by the way, Voice of the Martyrs offers a book called Faithful Until Death. Uh, it is the story of Najati and of the Malatia killings. It has the text of these letters that we're talking about. So I'd encourage you, uh, if you're online, come to vomradio.net and then click on the store link at the top of the page and search for Faithful Until Death. Najati wrote another letter, Shemsa, to the Christians in Turkey. Uh, and this was pretty shortly before he was killed, just a few months, is that right? One year almost. One year, okay. And in this letter, he basically challenged the Christian leaders in Turkey. Um, you know, it may take some of us laying down our lives to, to get the gospel message out. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Did, did he know that he personally was in danger or was God just working on him in that area of being willing to sacrifice? How, how did he come to write that letter? I'm sure he was know he is under danger and he know from his religion um, before he come to Christ, he know in Islam, if he left Islam, he deserved to die and they're gonna punish him with that. And his position, um, it's different than other uh, friend who come to Christ from Islam because they were a light uh, Muslim uh, family and background. But he, he was in danger more than them because his background and he was very radical in Islam and he was no the knife behind him as a sh his shadow. But I never saw him, he um, walked with fear. He was really brave and it was uh, amazing. It cannot be from uh, his personality but from above, from Holy Spirit, from God I believe. And Nijati, but he was radical, I told you, and his, that radical and passion, faith, it's turned to Jesus, and he was radical in Jesus too. And his passion led him to death, not, not because the murderer, not because the destiny of life, but his passion led him to death. But he was not victim, he know that, because in the Bible said, um, God give you privilege to die for him. This is a privilege, and Nejati, he absorbed this truth. He not thought this is like a heavy cross or burden. This is privilege. And Nejati, he was no, he have, he have to not fear from the people who can kill the body, but cannot touch the soul. That's why he walked with Jesus with brave heart. And he tried to encourage his, um, friend in Christ to lead them that way with that passion, with that truth, and with that victory to walk with him, to not hold back and or fear when they evangelize. And he tried to encourage them because he was have this privilege in his heart and this passion. That's why he wrote the uh, letter about the love, love each other, as uh, John said to his um, people, in the Bible, and he encouraged them, give your life to Jesus to save it, as in Mark said. Uh, if you save your life, you will lose it, but if you give your life to Jesus and forsake gospel, you will gain it, you, you will save it. And Nejati, he was know how to save his life. 
We're talking today on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Shemsa Aydin. Her husband, Najati, was martyred for Christ in the nation of Turkey. Shemsa, if, if we could go back in time to 2006 before this happened, would you have said, I have strong enough, I'm strong enough in my faith that, that I, could, I could handle it if my husband was killed? Would, would you have said that you were that strong? No, never. <laughs> Now, how, how have you seen that, that God has carried you through first those initial months and that intense time and then since then? Just tell us a little bit about how God has helped you because as you said, no, I, I never would have thought I could do this, but here you are, you're doing it uh, and you're still serving the Lord and you're having a ministry for him. So talk a little bit about how he's enabled you to do that. This experience is like walk on the water, and who can say I can walk on the water? Even you say that you can, you, you will sing. But Jesus make me uh, to walk with him on the water. Of course, it's like Peter, sometimes I sing when I don't focus on him, when I focus on myself, but he always very quick reach my hand and pull me up. And uh, it is desert to um, gift my husband to Jesus, but without trouble, you cannot see uh, Jesus' presence with you. Because when you don't have trouble, Jesus is not going to appear that much. And it's worthy to have trouble to see Jesus. And that's why I love my loneliness with him, and I love my difficulties uh, to see him. Because the difficulty uh, of life let me lay on Jesus and see Jesus more than uh, focus on people or lay on people. When my husband was with me, I felt like I am living with Jesus, but now um, I am living with Jesus more because I don't have another, any alternative to live. Shemsa, can you give us an update on, on the court case against the five, because the, the five men who, who did the killings, they were arrested at the scene. There was really never any question of who did it. Give us an update on what's happening with their court case. In 2014, I think, they released the murderer. And when I heard that, I tried to uh, frustrate <laughs> I tried to be angry, but I couldn't because Holy Spirit helped me to understand the heavenly value. And I thought, doesn't matter if they are in the jail or not. The matter only if they come to Christ. And the revenge is, um, our brother, he was speaking here, the revenge is in mercy, not in justice. That's why I'm praying for the mercy of God pour Holy Spirit on them and make them as Nijati, Tilman, and Ur. And that's the way only can glorify God and save their soul. And as I told you, they released. But even if not, because I don't know if they take them back to jail, still um, in the jail they take care of them very well and they not have any difficulty. They, they, I think they are as like in home but I, as I told you, uh, there's a range in mercy, not in justice. 
I want to encourage our listeners to join in that prayer, that, that God would have vengeance on these five killers by saving them and turning them into, again, from Saul to Paul, someone who can share the gospel, who can speak to that radical Islamic heart because that was their heart, but someone who now has found Christ. So join with Shemsa, join with her children in praying for that to happen. Shemsa, we always want to equip our listeners here on Voice of the Martyrs Radio to pray. How can we pray for the nation of Turkey? Turkey really uh, aching my heart because I see my country uh, sinking in the darkness more than before. And please pray for Turkey, for God's mercy come down on it. And may God pour Holy Spirit on them to lead them to the way. May God be merciful with them as he was merciful with Ninoa. And may he send many people to lead them to Christ. Because every day when I hear the bad news about my country, in God I'm not hopeless, but um, by the prayer support, we need you to gain hope for these people. And my last question is, uh, how can we pray for you? I know Shemsa has two uh, teenage children, Esther and Elisha. Uh, they're actually here with us today, so if you see them, shake their hand, give them a hug. Uh, how can we pray for your family? Uh, after I gift my husband to Jesus, I don't want to I lose him because we never lose in Jesus, and we are not victim in Jesus, we are victorious. And that's why I give him to Jesus. But after I give him to Jesus, always I'm in the first day, a dead day when we get separated. And never get old for me, even after t- uh, nine years. And please pray for we embrace this heritage of Nejati's faith. Because Nejati, he uh, leave us with that heritage. And that heritage yours too, and belong to Turkey too, and belong to his family too, because he was uh, faithful until death. And we want to be faithful until death. And even we, in our loss, in, even in our trauma, in our loneliness, in our all difficulties of life, we want to be faithful until death as Nejati's heritage in, in our story. This testimony is about victories, and really we should hear that more. And in the Bible, we see all these heroes. They died, but they gained their life, and I want to tell you about the victories always. What a great testimony to the victory that comes from complete surrender to Christ. We've been talking today with Shemsa Aydin. She's the widow of Najati, one of three men killed for their faith in Turkey in 2007. I want to encourage you this week. I hope you've been encouraged by her story. I want to encourage you to pray for Shemsa, pray for her children, Elisha and Esther. And I want to encourage you to pray for the nation of Turkey. Turkey is one of my very favorite places in the whole world. It's a place that is very close to my heart. Pray for the people of Turkey, pray for the church there, and pray for Muslims to come to know Jesus Christ in that nation. We recorded this conversation at the Advance Conference in Wichita, Kansas. At A Voice of the Martyrs Advance Conference, you'll hear firsthand 
from precious believers who've been persecuted for their faith. You'll also hear about how God is working around the world to advance his kingdom, even in the face of intense persecution. You'll be encouraged to get involved, and you'll learn how you can pray more effectively for our brothers and sisters in hostile and restricted nations. To get more details on attending an advanced conference, visit our website, vomradio.net, and then click on the Events tab at the top of the page. You can also download past episodes of Voice of the Martyrs Radio and hear more stories that will inspire you to boldly share your faith like our brothers and sisters are doing around the world. Again, that web address is vomradio.net. Next week, we're going to hear from a brother who's ministering and working in another Muslim nation, the nation of Pakistan. I hope you'll be back with us right here on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network. (laughs) 